Hello everyone and welcome back to the She Can She Did podcast that for the seeable future will be solely focused on the theme we can we will get through this unprecedented state of affairs caused by the coronavirus as business owners and bloody good ones too that is. If we haven't met yet, I'm Fee and I'm the founder of She Can, She Did and I really, really hope that you are doing your utmost best to keep positive wherever you are in the world listening to this right now. Today's episode was recorded on Saturday morning and features two women who have been an ongoing pillar of support to me personally since we met just over a year ago and who popped into my mind straight away when I was trying to figure out who to reach out to for these episodes. The ladies in question are Jess McIntyre and Natalie Moores the two co-founders of Macamore, a plug-in marketing communications consultancy that they launched together in 2016 after finding themselves on the streets of London with two giant glasses of wine in hand at 11am on a weekday, having both just been made redundant. Suffice to say, these two know a thing or two about making the most out of a bad situation and happen to be two of the most supportive, unrelenting champions of women in business I know. Basically, we're in good company today, ladies. Apologies in advance for the two dodgy mic issues we had mid-recording. They both kept hearing a growling, which I was completely oblivious to when we were chatting and genuinely thought that they were both going loopy, but the audio has picked it up, so sorry about that. And sorry, Jess and Nat, for not believing you. But after a quick catch-up, here is how last week played out for Jess and Nat and their advice for all of us going forward. I think that it has just been a day-by-day process, I'm sure, like everybody else. Um, In all honesty, I think we started the week with panic, um, uncertainty and the fast-moving series of events was unprecedented uh, like Rishi said last night um and it, it was a bit scary I think um definitely for both of us when when you are self-employed obviously cash flow is such a huge thing um when you work in marketing and advertising as well often that's the first thing that's dropped so you kind of you, your mind goes to worst case scenario instantly coupled with that all of the misinformation that's out there in the press and sometimes Instagram it's a brilliant place but also you don't know what's fact and fiction so this week we've really been focusing on just making sure we're getting all our news from sources that we know we can trust um, from our mentors who are individuals who have spent a long time in business and are able to give us really grounded rooted advice and I actually feel like as the week's gone on we felt more and more kind of confident in ourselves the fact that we have been doing this for four years um, means our processes are all set up for remote working. And we're just really just trying to bolster each other and the people that are within our community. So, yeah, it, it's been a funny week, but it has gone from quite extreme panic to just kind of, you know, just assessing each day as it comes and being a lot calmer. Yeah, definitely. It's so interesting. Like I've I've felt the same. Like I obviously when I cancelled the mingles on Monday, that was a bit shit. But in general, it was very much like everyone's in the same boat. Keep calm. Let's just, you know, find a way to get through this. But I have been scrolling through the She Can She Did feed. And like it has, it's just there's so many different varying levels of panic on there that it was kind of like I had to block it out because I'm like, I'm trying to stay calm. And there's all of this noise and it's don't get me wrong it's completely valid everyone's kind of reacting in their own ways but it is just trying to focus isn't it now what about you yeah, yeah. oh yeah we that- 
I can hear some weird growling. Yes, Sorry. is that you? Uh, as long as you guys can't hear it, that's fine. Yeah, good. Maybe it's the voices in my head. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think absolutely. Beginning of the week was really difficult for me. I sort of was watching the news constantly. And then I had a bit of a word with myself. And, and I just said, look, you know, that is not going to do anything. Um, constantly having this cycle of the same stories, but just getting gradually and gradually more amplified. It's, it's not actually going to do anything for me personally. So I made a bit of a new routine with myself where I said, I'm going to check in with the news at lunchtime. And at five o'clock, half five, whenever the kind of press conference happens. And that's made a massive difference to me, I think, because, you know, you, you can get sucked into this vortex of, of all this, like Jess said, misinformation, but also just kind of like the media is kind of set up to be sensationalist. And I think that, you know, that is that has a big part to play in people's kind of reactions to things. And um, so I've been trying to limit myself with the news and then also just trying, like trying as much as possible and not in a kind of glib way, but to see some positives in this more like slower routine that we're all having to, to get used to. I think we live in such an age of FOMO and FOMO was something that was so unavoidable. And now it's it's mad how that's just disappeared overnight because nobody's doing anything so you're not missing out on anything so you can actually enjoy those kind of slower calmer moments at home you know when you can yeah definitely have you had the chance to kind of obviously no one knows with this I think that so much of the uncertainty comes that there's no end date with this so have you two had the chance to really think about scenario planning what the worst case scenario looks like for you both obviously we all know worst case scenarios, the business doesn't work, you know, and it, all, it goes fast. But like maybe one step before that, what that looks like and how that will play out in the next few months and how you are going to go about trying to adapt to find a way to, you know, make make that not be the case. Well, I think in general, a piece of advice I always give to all of our clients is don't think just short term, think long term. Mm-hmm. So, um we repositioned at the end of last year and rebranded with the view that over the next sort of five, 10 years, we wanted to change particular change makers working in innovation, diversity and inclusion and sustainability. That's how we saw the future of business and something we felt really proud and excited to get involved with, especially so many female founders doing incredible things. Um, So actually having that future focus has really put us in good stead now because I can see already the world is changing and I can see that these types of things are going to be, you know, as we go through this, are going to be so much more needed. Um, Immediate things are always cash flow, which Nat has always done a fantastic job on and just having conversations with our accountant to make sure that we're set up, you know, worst case scenario, uh, reduced salary, reduced expenses, um, you know, three to six months, how can we survive and get through this, but never losing sight of that long term and that brand building and being there for our customers and still being a consistent voice. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, really, so I guess there must be the tendency for some people in, in this kind of panicked, uh, like, scenario that we found ourselves in to just do things out of character just to make money and and kind of I guess damage that brand that they've taken this time and the values that they've kind of built up it'd be so easy to just go for the the quick fix and it's kind of just trying to keep focused on what you stand for and just trying to find a way to like make that work over the next few months without you know doing something that you're going to regret five years down the line when we're all out of this yeah I think 
you're gonna oh here's the the bear's back uh, I can't hear the bear. Who's, where's the bear coming? The bear is. I hope someone can hear it, because otherwise, people think we're a bit mad already. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I think it, it absolutely is about um, just being true to yourself. And you know, I, I've seen a lot, and it's really true. And um, you know, five ways to market through coronavirus, like you know that's not ever going to be our tact really we're here to support being able to tell people how to create resilience um to how to make best business decisions through crises because the world will have them you know through lots of different ways and Nat and I have had our own individual setbacks which we've already spoken to you about through things like redundancy I started my career in you know the, the recession in 2008 so we, we're kind of well-versed in, in having to deal with difficult times. Um, so really, we just want to employ kind of the best advice possible from my own experience. Um, none of us know what is going to come day to day, but I think it's important to connect on shared values and, and shared belief systems rather than try and capitalise off something that's, you know, just such an awful time for a lot of people yeah definitely and 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 that if you're looking after the books um you obviously Jess just mentioned that you've called up the accountant and stuff but what about all of the because you are service-based businesses and you're relying on other businesses to, to to pay you have you had conversations with them like how honest have you been and frank with the fact do you know what's what's the vibe been like on those calls and what's your advice to other service-based businesses that are worried that they have to have those conversations too I think um, the main thing in in our business particularly, but also in most businesses, is that you're part of a, a, a longer chain. So we have our relationship with our clients, but they've got their relationship with either their customers or their clients. And there's, there's knock-on effects that sort of span the whole length of that chain. So that's what's quite difficult, I think, is that, you know, the nervousness goes back and forth. So in terms of conversations that we've had, we've because everybody is in the same boat and it's not just small businesses or freelancers that are affected. It's, it's people within bigger businesses. You know, we've seen it with airlines, with, you know, with mm. really huge established companies that are making redundancies already. Um, so it's, it's just kind of recognizing that we're all in the same boat and we've, we've chosen to be really transparent about that communication. So, you know, picking up the phone, um, having, having conversations. And if, if, if certain clients have had to make cutbacks, which we have had certain people who've come contacted us and said that they're going to need to cut back or, or you know, pause work. Um, it's being, we've been quite respectful in that regard because this isn't a normal situation where you'd threaten to, you know, take further action to get, you know, invoices paid and things. We, we, we have to be respectful of each other. We don't know what else is going on in other people's businesses. Mm-hmm. And I think our tack has been to be really transparent and we've um, started to put in new measures where if we've got outstanding invoices or, or bits of work that haven't been invoiced yet we've tried to put in um, sort of payment schedules for those so that we're not it's because like Jess said before it's cash flow so say for example we would have invoiced the final 50% at the end of a project with 30 days payment terms now we're saying look can we split this up a little bit is it okay to kind of get some up front at the end at the beginning of next month and then you know basically just trying to to create a workable solution that minimizes risk because mm. I don't think we can really have all the answers at the moment and we don't know day by day what what certain people's situations is going to be like um but so that's our, our existing clients we tried to put in measures to break up payment terms a little bit and be really honest about look we're a small business we need cash flow 
um, this is why we're doing this. And then we're trying to contingency plan for the for the worst case scenario is that we don't get any new work over the next few months. That would be the worst case. Um, but we're ready for whatever happens as much as we possibly can be. You know, Nat and I have made such big sacrifices to you know, start this business to, to keep it going. It hasn't always been easy. If we were doing it just for the money, I, I don't think we would be here just now. Yeah. Um, there's so much more than that. So, you know, there's been times, you know, when we repositioned last year, we had to say goodbye to a lot of known revenue because it wasn't the right type of work we wanted. So we went through a similar position um, this time last year because we knew that we wanted that future and we knew that if we just kind of kept with it, we would get where we needed to go. Mm-hmm. So I think if we can weather that storm, we can we can try and weather this one. And, and again, it's just keeping your eye on that bigger picture and those kind of things later in the year and later down the line. Great brands stay with people through crises. They, they, they hold the hand of the customer and we, we just want to keep doing that. Um, yeah. yeah, I love that. I mean, I feel like you're both, you're, you're very calm. You've got this. But how are you looking after yourselves? Like if you are at home, no one knows when this is going to end. So have you got any things in place at home that you're doing? Like I know, Nat, you said about creating a routine with news, but like fitness, walking, getting out, all of that, catching up with people. How are you going about it? Yeah, I think um, routine is is very important. And um, I mean, we've all seen the great memes that are going around with the guy like holding onto his bathroom uh, shower rail, pretending to be on his commute and things like that. Memes actually are a very big part of my... Uh, I've noticed. <laughs> my day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've... Um, uh, my yoga studio, which is uh, Brixton Yoga, I don't know whether I'm allowed to shout these things out on, yeah, on this obviously. Um, uh, my, my yoga studio, uh, they've moved to a digital um, yoga classes live on Zoom. And that's been amazing because, you know, it, it allows you to kind of still have that connection. It's not just like doing YouTube video, which is great, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. to have that live live option for a bit of, um, bit of yoga in the evenings has been nice. But then also, I think a big thing for me has been, well, one thing is trying to enjoy the fact that I'm not going to wearing makeup or bras in the next uh, three months so <laughs> saving plenty of money on those um but also kind of not putting pressure on myself because on, how much do you spend on bras <laughs> I, that's actually ridiculous I don't think I've been a bra in the past 10 years but fine <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah I think that also it's like not putting pressure on yourself is you know with all this extra time on our hands as creative people and as you know I'm a writer there's there's a little part of me in my head which goes oh you should be writing every day you know you should be creating this amazing next project that you're going to work on mm-hmm. and actually just have to be realistic and go look as long as you kind of have some sort of structure you're doing the right things by yourself you're 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 getting up you're getting showered getting dressed you know try and keep to a routine as much as possible and get out for a walk at some point like that's really helped me this week in, in just kind of going those are the small things that I can do um that are going to keep something in place for yeah. mental health as well like that's really important so true um, going back to what you said about the pressure to write have you seen the the thing going around about Isaac Newton and how he discovered gravity when he Cambridge was on lockdown I'm like geez talk about pressure <laughs> yeah no pressure <laughs> yeah, exactly Jess what about you you've got your paw you've hurt your paw so um paw, paw <laughs> no. aside what does self-care look like um, yeah, I'll just explain that. I've got tendonitis in both hands. So for 
typing that's actually been really hard because it's been additional sort of whatsapping friends and family on top of work too um but hopefully we're gonna have a little bit of chill time this weekend i'm a big believer in this balance between pleasure and purpose so pleasure being a glass of wine a netflix box set um a walk with your partner um cooking but also balancing that with purpose of reading a book where you're going to learn something working on a project using your brain um to create something um if you can get that balance right between the two then i think you're going to end up having a really productive day if one slips over you know too much the other it's just netflix you know 7am till 11pm at night it's just it just doesn't become fun anymore i've been there i've done that that's <laughs> much macamora trial balance you know of working like a dog or watching netflix like a dog but um <laughs> well, i feel i feel a little bit like okay i'm i've got this i've got yeah. this so just balance the pleasure and purpose write down what they are don't do too much of one or the other good day Final rounding up then, um, advice for anyone listening that is still, you know, is worried, um, which is understandable. What would you say to fellow female founders out there right now? So I think just straight off the bat, I think the thing with advice is, you know, it's all very well and good, um, but it might actually... Yeah, absolutely. And I think I don't want anything I say to undermine people in a much worse situation than us. You know, I, I know people who've already lost jobs, lost mm, contracts, yeah. everything like that. You know, we're we're by no means in, in the worst situation um, by a long way. But I think from a, if I can give any advice from a sort of marketing communications aspect, I would say that, like Jess said, it's about long term. And if you've built a brand that people are interacting with you know try and keep that conversation going but keep that conversation going in the right way so if you can kind of take a temperature check of your audience on social media like you were saying fee kind of scrolling through if there's if there's if you feel as though there's a certain level of panic or kind of your your customer base is, is really heightened just be mindful of that in what mm. you're putting out um you know we have we've all had about eight million emails like i heard someone say that they'd had an email from a car park they'd once parked in um you know as an as an excuse to get back in touch and and it's just trying to have some common sense over that like no one's expecting anyone to martyr themselves um during in this time we're all running businesses we all still need to make money and there's nothing wrong with with that but I think you know in the way that you communicate with your customers just be a little bit aware of um the tone and making sure that you kind of adapt the tone to suit your audience which is what we would say to people anyway speak to speak to your audience in the right way yeah definitely and Jess what about you I think I just always go back to that amazing BBC conference that we were lucky enough to go um, with you to and I think that women are capable of doing so many incredible things to change this world for the better so community and network just continues to be so key this is the time where we can kind of bolster each other help each other out you know, there's already sort of projects and things brewing in my mind as sort of like side things that I've been meaning to do that I haven't had the time to. And I know the right type of women I'd love to be able to reach out and and hopefully, again, help sort of bolster each other's not only confidence and purpose, but also revenue as well. So I just think we're all so lucky to kind of have each other. And, and a lot of us are, are thinkers and doers. So and that, that kind of matters in these times just to kind of get stuff out there. So 
yeah to keep keep your eye on the long term but also just utilize this amazing community mm. and be there for each other yeah that's such a valid point that you just said this time is giving us all so much space to think and get creative but then I would say but then just if, if you've got an idea do it there's no point just using this time to think about it put it into action okay very lastly once we are through this what are you going to do or how are you going to reward yourselves well I think basically as as Jess mentioned earlier we uh went through a kind of repositioning and rebranding process uh last end of last year and that meant that we put quite a lot of our money into that and we you know we made some sacrifices so we haven't actually kind of treated ourselves as a duo for for a good while now and there was a time a few years ago when we went to a sweet beach in Mexico um, for a little holiday. Not sure we'll quite get as far as that, but I think we're well overdue uh, a night away or a, a spa weekend or something to uh, reward ourselves for all this digital madness. <laughs> Jess, do you echo that? She'll be like, no, I don't want to go yeah, away. With you. Can you imagine if she was just like, uh, actually, no, <laughs> that's no, not no, absolutely. And again, just to you know echo what Nat said that there are so many people who are going to be in a worse off situation than us so just want to caveat that it's um it's an incredibly scary time for a lot of people but I got a bit emotional reading that question because my best friends just had a baby today and I just got a little picture and I was just like when am I going to see him like it's it's such a I don't know that's the thing I'm really struggling with like I feel emotional saying that now um so I just hope that I am able to see them soon. <laughs> yeah. I want to give you a big hug. <laughs> I just closed it that, really. Those kind of moments are, you know, it's hard. So, yeah, I just hope I could get to see both of them soon. Yeah, definitely. Right. I am sending you both the biggest hug. Um, Jess, get on. I feel like you need to get on, on a Skype and, and Skype your friend. Yeah, um, no, I do, and not cry. <laughs> <laughs> I think, do you know what, though? That's what it is. It's like, I think every single one of us, one minute, one minute everyone's fine, and then the next minute you you you're, you have that, like, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of speaking on behalf of all of us, but, like, this week it has been so volatile in terms of emotion. Yeah. It, and Jenna said the same yesterday it's like one minute you think no we've got this and then the next it's like shit when's this going to end and what what's that going to look like so yes um I'm sending you the biggest hug thanks yeah. and my boyfriend I'm crying because he's like you cry every day so. <laughs> <laughs> right thank you girls thank you Fee Thank you so, so much for listening to that episode. It genuinely means so much to me and I really, really do appreciate it, especially given how busy everyone is right now. If you found this episode to be useful in some way, shape or form, it would genuinely mean so much to me if you could please rate, review and subscribe to the She Can, She Did podcast and share these episodes with any of your fellow friends in business or just in friends in general, to be honest, to give this series a little boost. Between you and me, rumour has it those numbers help when talking to potential sponsors and don't know about you but I could really use one of those right now. <laughs> if you are new to the She Can She Did podcast and fancy listening to some motivational stories from some pretty incredible female founders to get you through the next few weeks too, please feel free to rummage through series one and two of the podcast as well. There's some pretty amazing women and stories hiding in there. Have a great day girls, keep going and please do tune in tomorrow.